I'm so happy to have you with us this week for my conversation with Basile Lemba. He's a master of connection and success in business. In this time of the great resignation, when a lot of people are taking another look at the work they're doing and what they'd like to be doing, networking remains very important to business success. So if you have been a networker in the work that you have done, or if you expect that building business connections is going to serve you well, I don't know anyone who that wouldn't, enjoy this conversation with Basile. He's an inspiration and tremendously engaging. And I know you're going to get so much out of this conversation that is going to completely reframe the way that you look at making new business connections. Enjoy the show. Living in a stressful world doesn't mean you have to give up on happiness. Instead, you can shift your perspective of stress and discover how to live your life in flow. Welcome to Happified. I'm your host, Susie Vine. Join me for inspiration and interviews with folks who are shining their light in the world in the areas of positive mindset, health, and wellness. I'm so happy to have you here. What if you could maximize your meditation practice with a tool that maximizes your time and attention with images and affirmations carefully selected to boost your positivity, to help you integrate your intentions into your subconscious? I have a special gift available for you. Visit happifiedlife.com and click on the start off happy button to take a look at the phenomenal technology created by Positive Prime that uses neuroplasticity to literally wire your brain for more happiness, higher productivity, better relationships, and greater success. Head over to happifiedlife.com to start off happy with Positive Prime. Welcome back. I am so happy to have you with us this week for another episode of Happified. And today I am joined by Basile Lemba with a story unlike one that you've heard and a mission that is perhaps not so common, but certainly should be. And I know he's got some valuable insights for you today. Basile was born in Cameroon, Western Africa, and moved to France at the age of 14, where he studied and worked in architecture. An offer with a nonprofit organization brought him to the U.S., where he took on a senior executive position overseeing public relations, marketing, sales and promotions, and procurement and delivery, and more. Ten years later, he moved to Northern Virginia to take on a new challenge to start his own business venture. While attending most area business network meetings, Basile felt something was missing. Eventually, that something finally became crystal clear to him. He discovered that many of the businesses attending these events lacked the specific know-how to properly connect <laughs> with one another. To properly connect with one another. That's he right. made it his business to optimize networking and networking events set up so business owners and other professionals could come to get educated, network, and get results and leave totally fulfilled. 
Basile now stands ready to help even more small businesses by sharing with them a truly workable networking know-how that will help them achieve financial success and personal improvement. And I know the first time we connected, Basile, that I certainly resonated with the value of your work and the support that you have for people in business and entrepreneurs where they are their business. Because as a former networker myself, I know how difficult it can be. Not every personality thrives in those environments. And then at the end of the day, you've got a pocket full of cards and where do you go next? So I'm so grateful that this mission has become yours and you're sharing your work with the world. Thanks for joining us today. My pleasure, Susie. Glad to, I'm glad you have me. And so I'd love for you to share with our audience a little bit about why this felt so important to you. Obviously, networking can take up a lot of time and mm. energy. And so when these events are not well run, what were you seeing happen in your own experience and in the people who were coming to these events with you? Very good. Thank you. Well, the purpose of networking event is to bring people together. And uh, for that to happen, it has to be organized with that intention. So it does happen. This became clear to me where 20 years ago, I went to a networking event and I was told there was 150, I was told there was 150 people there. And I paid up to $150 for the lunch. At the end of the event, I wound up with three business cards. Yet there was 150 people there. It was jam-packed. Somebody spoke from beginning to end. And when the time two o'clock and people were running out, never got a chance to talk to anybody. That's where I realized that it has to be organized well. And as you put it properly, in fact, it was right after that that I saw with business people like you. I say, Susie, when you go to an event, what do you want to see happening? I wrote that down. What is that you don't want? I wrote that down. So I created a breakfast event. And as part of that format, they wanted to meet one another. So I organize it so they can go one-to-one, -one, meet one another on one-on-one. -on -one. And in that process, I realized one day that one of the guys did not know what to say or what to do. And I realized, oh my God, they don't know how to network. And that's how I started putting together everything that I learned and came up with a workable know-how. I think that's really insightful. And um, so perhaps our listeners haven't been a part of networking events However, being that we are in this time of the great resignation, as they love to call it, you have to have a catchy name for everything that we experience these days. But so many people are reevaluating where they are, the work that they're doing, and thinking about doing other work. So interviewing to get a job is networking to a degree. And then once you're in that job, creating the network with your coworkers, but certainly those other business connections and opportunities, potential partnerships, it all comes down to knowing how to build your network. So these events specifically, typically are breakfasts or luncheons, perhaps after work mixers, where you go with the premise of getting to meet and connect with potential business partners. But if it's so structured, like you say, that first meeting, two hours filled top to bottom, you haven't even had a chance to meet many people and shake many hands. So there's a lot of places in which these events can be difficult in the way that they're organized. But Jen, as you say, knowing how to actually network. And um, a lot of people I think aren't maybe perhaps familiar with that unless they're in more of a sales and marketing position. So what are some of your initial guidelines? And I know that you have created a lot of resources, so we can certainly let our listeners find out more on your website, I'm sure too. Mm -hmm. Well, 
How can I put it? Well, let me put it to you this way. The know-how of how to network has never been developed. And there is a reason for that. Well, I remember when I was a kid, my uncle was training to become a pilot and we wanted him to take the plane, the 747 and go up there. And he said, oh no, 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 it doesn't work that way. I got to learn the theory first. I got to spend hours and hours with instructor and then maybe I become co-pilot and then maybe I become a pilot. We were like, we wanted to tell the neighbor, you see that plane going up there? That's our uncle. Okay, that, 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 that same, that <laughs> it was not about to happen. <laughs> we don't get those instant results. <laughs> yeah, well, it's similarly. On the other hand, you have professions such as civil engineer. He's supposed to build a bridge. They make sure that it's properly trained because we are all concerned that if he doesn't build it properly, somebody get in there with a the car, they fall down. It's going to be a catastrophe. The point is, man trains thoroughly mm -hmm. when he sees danger as imminent. Driving a car, for example, is example. If you want to get into a car, you have some police officer standing between you and the car. Say, Sir, do you have a driver license? If you say no, you say you can't get in here. Again, they don't want you to get there because there is a potentiality of danger in front. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, let's say you go into a networking event. You'll never see a police officer coming to you and say, do you have a networking license? <laughs> no, they don't ask that. The reason for that, <laughs> we're laughing, but it's serious. The reason for that is they consider that whatever happened, networking event can happen. Nobody's going to die. So there was no need to codify the subject. That's what all these years, networking has never been codified. That's what the definition, get this, the definition of networking in the dictionary is incorrect. If the culture does not have the correct definition, they couldn't possibly have the correct know-how. Do mm -hmm. you understand? It is because it's not dangerous. Whatever happened, nobody's died. When it comes to the pilot, people might die. When it's come to the bridge, people might die. When it's come to the car, somebody may die. So therefore, we make sure that they are trained. When it comes to networking, there was no... There's no networking know-how. When I started putting the networking know-how together, that was for, for that was 15 years ago. People were coming to the breakfast event telling me, you need to write a book on networking. You need to make a course on networking. And my reaction was, excuse me? The reason for that, because I'm not here, you can tell by my accent. I live from Africa, live in Europe, and then came to the US. I didn't know what they knew or didn't know. Whenever I went to a bookstore or a library, I saw books wall to wall on networking. Why did that? They needed another one. It never makes sense to me until I run into a definition that wasn't correct. And I run to somebody, my, net, my networking event, who didn't know how to network. Then I thought, oh my God. And that's how I came to put it together. Everybody has their own way to network. As I was saying to you, I was saying to you, Susie, well, if everybody has their own way to drive a car, there will be a lot of accident highway. Mm -hmm. That's the bottom line. It has never been codified. You, you hear, for example, oh, he's an introvert. Uh, he's an introvert. He's an extrovert. He's a natural. Okay? Nobody would say he's a natural driver or he's an introvert driver. Why? Because we have the correct know-how for it. Introvert, extrovert, this yellow, pink, brown, whatever it is, we don't discuss that. We teach them. They get into the car. They can go from work to home, from home to work. It comes down to having the workable know-how. 
an exact, precise, and workable one. That has never existed when it comes to networking. So where does the definition fall short or what do you see as the most common misconceptions for people who are going without any knowledge or experience into networking? Well, you have to this is what we have to understand, Susie. Networking has existed since God since God was a boy. <laughs> as long as people existed, they network. They, they, they knew what they were doing, not irrelevant. They did it anyway. <laughs> So that's why we see teaching networking, teaching what? I've been doing it since God was a boy. Doesn't matter how they was doing it, but they're doing it. <laughs> it reminds me a lot of, when I was in high school, we have an orchestra, kids from our age playing, okay? But they was playing by approximation. They hear the sound of the song and then they take the guitar trying to do the same thing. The day of the concert, the biggest fear was playing the wrong note, at which point time they know tomatoes are coming. <laughs> so what we do is we teach people the notes so now they know what they're doing yes they have been doing they always do it the definition of society is human being their relationships and networking sits squarely on top of it it will be a relationship whichever way it is but we're just making sure that relationships is done properly That we, I do what I do, or not people will network. All I'm trying, all I'm doing is teaching them the notes so they can do it successfully, which will benefit them as well as the people they are talking to. Just like in driving the car, because you know and drive your car properly, you can make it home, and the people on the road also can make it home. Same thing. But without that lack of knowledge, Lord only can tell what can happen on the road. And believe me or not, what happened in the networking arena, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I think everyone who has been to a networking event has been either in the situation, and this is one that I can relate to, walking into a room where it seems like everyone else is in conversation mm -hmm. and you don't know how to make your way in to join mm -hmm. any of these small circles. Mm -hmm. And another common situation that I see and have experienced is to find yourself in a communication circle, a conversation mm -hmm. with someone who is clearly just waiting for the opportunity to shove their card into your hand and tell you about who they want to work with and not paying any attention to how they can support you, what kind of business you're in, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, I, I love connecting with people. And even if I might not be your client, I'll remember a good and conversation and that will come back to mind when I know someone who could benefit from your services. So mm -hmm. I think that there's so much more to networking than people initially give stock Pretty to. Mm -hmm. And I think nerves, perhaps confidence issues kind of come in the way. So again, to your point, when you know the notes to play, when you know how to proceed, then you've got that confidence and it's a little easier to be present in that exchange mm -hmm. and authentic. Mm -hmm. Well, let's take a family. You can have a family where everybody drives. They all learn how to drive. In that same family, who knows how to network to, to whatever level? You're going to have disparity. Mm -hmm. None of them have learned how to network. All of them have learned how to drive so they can drive. You, you see the difference? It comes down to really having a workable networking know-how. That has never existed. I've sat in class where they tell you it's about smiling. 
They say, well, is it by passing your business card? They say, well, how hard do you press the flesh? I mean, it's like anybody go to the class, you come out of there spinning. <laughs> and so therefore, do you even have as many definitions as you have people to talk into? But is everyone have definite definition? God, my God, it's, you're talking about chaos and you have chaos in those networking arena because if it was done well, all the people attending networking event will be happy, great, fulfilled about it. And that's not the case. You have people who have their own knowledge, they do this, but it doesn't necessarily mean a good networking event will be a, network, a good networking interaction with one where you feel great about it, the other person feel great about it, and they are open to the case being do business at some point or another or continue the relationship. Mm-hmm. Not that necessarily they're going to buy your product. No, that's not the end result. It's like, okay, we interact here. We understand one another. Okay, good. Well, let's keep out the information. And as I run into something that may be of interest to you, as you mentioned properly, I'll get that to you. That will be a proper interaction. And this is what you want to see happening 100% of the time. I didn't say 99.99. I'm saying 100% of the time. You see, you hear somebody say, I hate networking. Well, you can be sure that it went to a networking event and run into somebody who didn't know how to network. <laughs> I think those odds are very strong. <laughs> yeah. But it's not that networking is bad at the subject. It's like saying driving a car and it's sadly bad. It's how you go about it. And that has never been sorted out. And, I, and I'm not just saying that to say, I live it. I've been in this arena for 20 years. I host events. I host events since 20 years. So I've trained people about it. I, I, that's why I can read the definition dictionary and tell you this is wrong. Because if you do this, you're going to fail. Uh-huh. So not only is it wrong, it's setting people up oh, to yeah. run into trouble. Oh, yeah. I mean, it is like you will never succeed. I mean, people, some people succeed, do that, the other thing. But believe me, if, if I walk, let's put it this way, Susie, if I walk to any human being on this planet who has never been to my class, okay, and then I ask him, what are the two cardinal rules of networking? I know they're not going to pass that question. <laughs> Where's the trick? There's, a, there's no trick, but it has never been defined. It has never been sorted out. We made it into a science, an exact, precise one. People get tired of networking. I'm, I tell you why. They go, they're trying to make a sale. But this is the statistics. You meet 10 people, only one become your customer. When you that go to this networking right. event, go to the chamber, based on 10 persons, that statistic I found out a long time ago, out of 10 people you talk to, only one become your customer. Okay. What does that mean? The science of networking becomes, what do you do with the nine? Mm-hmm. What do you do with the nine who don't become your customer? Exactly. That's yes. the science of networking. Okay. Now, not knowing what to do with the nine, they fail. They are tired. I spend enough time. I don't know what it is. It doesn't work. It's because they don't know that it's about how you handle the nine out of ten. And that's what we teach people. The one you don't need to handle him, he's going to become your customer. The nine are not going to become your customer. The science is how do you talk to them? How do you approach them? What is the correct mindset? How do you follow up? Understanding well that he ain't about to be a customer, at least not now. 
But people don't think that way. They think a survey was done at the Chamber of Commerce at a networking event, okay? Mm -hmm. People ask, who's here to sell something? All the hands went up. Who's here to buy something? All the hands went down. <laughs> <laughs> that should happen at the beginning of every networking event. Well, what, what, okay, what, now that we've cleared the air. Well, what does that mean? Don't sell me, I sell you. Don't sell me, I sell you. Don't sell me, I sell you. Yeah. Yeah, That's no wonder people dread networking exactly. events traditionally. Yeah, because it's overtly or covertly, they're trying to sell you something. Yep. Now, they may, they, may put the, they may not push the pillar all the way to the end. If you have been 24 hours in business, you have, would have heard this sentence called the elevator field, the elevator speech, where you walked mm -hmm. up to somebody and tell them who you are. Now, let me be, before I get there, this is what I, I found. This is what I discovered or uncovered. The way you get business has three steps. One, networking. Two, promotion. And three, sales. Okay? It's a one, two, three. I allow I, I to music. This is the piano. You push one, two, and three. You follow Networking, me? promotion, and sales. Yes, that is the sequence. This is how you get business. Okay? So now we cover sales where everybody was say, saying sales. And then they, they, they went down. Okay, good. Promotion. When we talk about deliver of speech, what is deliver of speech? I'm telling you what I do, who I am, or my company. I'm promoting myself. So they are doing on this planet. What goes for networking is at worst sales, covered or over, if not promotion. They never graduated to networking. Are you tracking with me? Mm-hmm. At one of my conference, somebody was there, I had somebody scream, oh my God, we in government, we buy sales program, we buy marketing programs, but we never bought a networking program. So yet, how can you get to the promotion step? Well, yet, it's networking, promotion, and sales. That is how you get business. Yes. If you violate that rule, you have a problem. And that's what happened in networking arena. If somebody would jump up to you, tell all, all they do, whatever, or I was trying to say, say give me the, the, the 16 digit, and uh, that's what I want, the 16 digit of you, that's, that's what I'm interested in. The hearing promotion and sales, they never did really networking. And when they did, it was just a brush off to tell you what they are or to sell you their product. So the what purpose, are you let me, let, I'm going to add, the purpose of networking is to create acceptance. It's not to sell or promote yourself. You create acceptance, and that way they are ready to receive your message. You create acceptance so that they mm -hmm. are ready to receive. Receive your message, which is where yes. you deliver your presentation. And then they may buy or may not. And then you tell them you have this, this there for sale. But this is the point, though. You understand in networking, the person in front of you is the tree. Behind him, there is a forest. You follow? Yes. What you want, if you understand how the game is being played, you want him to take you to the forest because after all, nine out of 10 is not going to buy. You want to create acceptance, tell them what you do so that they can then take you into the forest Mm -hmm. and show you the people who buy your service or the prospect that are there or the people who are interested in your service. Yes. And so when we don't make a connection with that tree, we are cutting ourselves off from all of correct. the potential that could be 
open to us through that correct. connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You said it. Yes. Ah, expanding minds, the potential. It's not just about the no that you get. It's about the conversation and the opportunities that you mm-hmm. can be opening a door to. After all, nine out of ten not going to buy. Yet that person, if you tell him what you do, each grown-up knows at least three thousand people. Three thousand people because yes. networking. Every grown-up, <laughs> every grown-up knows at least three thousand people that they know or that don't tell them that is relevant. They don't think that way, but they do. so what are you looking at this you're thinking a good networker knows there are 3,000 when you're having somebody he knows there are 3,000 before he want to create acceptance so then they can invite him to see who in the 3,000 will buy a product the person in front of you just won't sell but that is 3,000 there's 5, 6, 7, 8 cells sitting behind there So I would love to hear if you can share with us, I'd love to hear both, but at one of your cardinal rules of networking, if it's, if it's easy to share. And like I said, I know you've got resources, you've really dialed in the science of networking. So not trying to oversimplify. No, I'll give them to you. There's a simple, I mentioned them, they're simple. I'll tell you what they are. Number one, Uh be interested. Be interested. Profoundly simple. Yeah, that's the that's the rock bottom in networking. In any, if you ever remember anything else from what I've said, when you walked up with a human being, be interested. Now, this does not mean that you got to be interested in each and every seven seven billion people on the planet, but you have to understand that when you are going into networking event and meeting people, the fundamental rule is to be interested. If you just be interested you'll be one of the top 1% networker that ever walk on the face of earth. Okay, that's number one. Number two, put your personal interest last. Mm. So what happened more often than not, in the case of sales, who's here to sell, they're thinking about what they're getting. Or when they walked up to you, they're thinking about telling you, 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 this is what I do. No, that what you do or what you sell, it shouldn't be, what take place first is who they are, what they are doing, whatever, and how you can help them. By the way, the definition of networking, I, I have to communicate that to you so you're not lost. In sales, if I want to sell this watch, Susie, I want to give it to you and get money from you. All right, that is sales. But if I'm networking with you, Susie, everything I do is so you can make money or achieve your goal. That's the definition of networking. I added achieve your goals because we run into non-profit organization. They don't necessarily have the money. They need blankets. They need houses and what have you. But they come into the game of networking. That's how you handle them. What is that Susie's interested in? Is she looking for customer? Is she looking for blanket? What is she looking for? That's what I want to know. And I do everything I can to help her. That is networking. You remember I said networking, promotion, and sales. After the fact, I can tell her what I do. And then the case, the case being, the case being, the case being, she can buy what I sell. But at the beginning, it's not about me, what I get, whatever. It's about what I can do for Susie. How can I help her? And that is the best way, really, to create acceptance. Mm-hmm. 
you can never fail if you're trying to help somebody in whatever they say they're interested in. You instantly create acceptance. And that is the goal of networking. By putting your own needs, whatever whatever you want to call it, by putting your... Inside or last. Objectives. Right, yes. To it never lost. First. Yeah. Not because lost. the poor... The poor guy networking, when he gets hammered all the time, do you buy, I want to buy a house, I want you to buy an insurance, I want you to buy, at the end of the day, they are leaning like that against the wall. <laughs> but if somebody comes to you and says, hey, what do you do? Oh, what kind of customer are you looking for? Oh, hey, yeah, this friend of mine needs this. Oh, have you heard, this is a event over here, a lot of people are looking for, want to be there, okay? That's a different experience for that guy at that networking event. Yes, profoundly different. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, you say networking, they jump up. They're coming. But when they get hammered, they are in a room for 50 people, 49 hammer him. You say networking, they look somewhere else. <laughs> I think it's someone else's turn. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't coming. They ain't coming. <laughs> I gave it the office. <laughs> you know, that's so true. I know from my experience... And I do have connections that have outlasted the work that I was doing at that mm -hmm. point in time. And those were the people who led with sincere interest mm -hmm. in who I was beyond mm -hmm. the company that I was representing and the work that I was doing and the clients, you know, that I could support if they mm -hmm. contracted with my business. Mm -hmm. But they engaged with me what I was looking for. They asked questions. They were very interested. Mm-hmm. And they Absolutely. didn't lead with what they were looking for. They asked what I was looking for. That's mm -hmm. powerful shift. And it can be hard to not get impatient and worry we're going to lose the opportunity. But people remember the way we make them feel, right? Mm -hmm. When we're in sales, we learn that too. Mm -hmm. And that lands. That brings that person back to mind when you hear someone is looking for something that they do. Mm -hmm. Because they gave first. Absolutely. It, but this is the thing. It is a natural law. Some people do not know it as natural law. So that's what is a hit and miss. As I say, they play guitar. Sometimes they play the white note without knowing that they're playing the white note. We teach them exactly precisely. So now they play with certainty 100% of the time. You see, now, so while you were speaking, I, I, hear, I thought I, something came to my mind. We talk about the get rich quick scheme. Mm -hmm. When networking, you get rich slow, but you get there. The get rich quick, we know always fall apart. The get rich slow, you build that relationship which you're talking about. They show interest in you, whatever. That thing's carrying on for years. But the foundation that actually lasts. Mm -hmm. Yep. And so you support your community um, with breakfasts, with online events, with programs, and the book that people have been asking you for so, so long is Four coming people. together. I <laughs> period. <laughs> <laughs> And, and in this age where we are, you know, it's so hard to have in-person events, you've been able to bring these online and help yes. engage people in that respect as well. Absolutely. For 18 years now, we hold the event. In, in fact, I'll send you an invitation. I have to remember that we have the 18th anniversary celebration on February 17th. 
I'd love for you to join us. Yes. Uh, we have been doing that with the pandemic. Of course, we couldn't have made it, so we shift online, but we kept all the different elements so far as possible of what we're doing. So we bring people together once a month for the networking breakfast event, and I put together an online course that we offer. We offer coaching and also a mastermind that lasts for a year. In fact, we have uh, a three-day event coming up on March the 4th to the 6th. You can find information on that on bl.networking.net. Uh, you know, you drive car, you learn how to. You want to get business, we're teaching you how to. Somebody, I was talking to somebody a week ago, they told me, you know what? All the coaches out there try to get you from one to five, but nobody ever get you from zero to one. We teach you how to get from zero to one. <laughs> I can say with experience, that is true. And suddenly you're at five and you turn around and say, oh, no, you don't have <laughs> I can't the answer foundation. that question. I can't answer that question. I'm not ready for this because yeah. we don't know. There's information to be found everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to look for it online. Mm -hmm. But to get the right information, to come out of the starting blocks with the right priorities front of mind, very, very simple concepts, but I'm sure that in our audience, very few people have thought about it this way, that networking can be as simple as number one, be interested. And number two, put yourself last, mm -hmm. be interested and, in what they have to share and what they're looking for. Yes. And that can never fail. People, what, 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 what no, no, no. There is a sequence of things in life. Mm. You can't have a tree today that just ping out there. No, no, no. You got to put the seed. You got to water it. And then you water, you water, and you wonder with beautiful trees and then give you fruit. There is a natural sequence. Things happen in life that none of us can change, really. Right, right. We might so want to fast track. <laughs> yes. Well, if you follow that, you achieve success. When you don't, You know, I'm talking about creating acceptance. If you don't create acceptance, that relationship is not going to move forward. Up to you. Do you want it to move forward? Then you take the time to create acceptance. I'm not necessarily saying it's going to take a lot of years, but just understand that I'm networking. Now it's time for me to promote myself. Now it's time for me to show what I offer. Oh, if it does not interest in that, that's, that's not a problem. And then you ask them, sir, is there anybody, you, now you know what I do. Is there anybody you could introduce me to? But you can't jump up to somebody and say, go introduce me to everybody you know. People do that. Oh, buy, oh, buy what I sell. People do that. They're violating the sequence, which is networking, promotion, and sales. Yes. Can't jump to step three. Mm-mm. But Lord knows how we always happen all the time. And it doesn't even have to be uh, uh, stated. Mentally, you can tell when the guy looking at you wanting to buy his stuff. Or everything that's doing is really just to do, but all is really care you signing on the dollar line. It violates showing interest. You're not interested in him. You're interested in his money. And guess what? They pick that up. Mm-hmm. does so, not instill faith and confidence right <laughs> yeah yeah and you can't hide it you can that's what it says people do not know try to try to hide it as if they were not well guess what they say you actions speak louder than your words mm -hmm. 
The IRS says only 6% of the business in the United States make a six figures. There is your answer. Yes, that's a heavy statistic. Mm -hmm. They never knew how to create a sentence, talk to the person and move them through their funnel, which is promotion and sales. If they did, they, they would make a six figure easily. They would make more money. But if you mess it up at the beginning, they don't want to work with you. They don't want to move forward. Right. And we talk about stress. Once you network well, if you do your thing properly, stress goes down, production goes up, and you are happier. Your well-being increases. So true. Remember when I first when I first I wrote my first the first draft of my book, you know, because this day and age everybody has a theory. You go and and uh, on Google, I'm for it, I'm against it. He's right, I'm wrong. You have you sit there and spin <laughs> correctly. <laughs> After I wrote the first draft of my book, I brought them in. I brought business people in because I knew it works for me. But the proof is in the pudding. I can say all I want, but what do they say? What do they think about it? Mm -hmm. So I brought them in, and then I offered a seminar to let them how, show them how they can get business. And at the end, I asked them for the feedback. And the testimonials they was writing, this is life changing. This is saving my life. Uh, this, 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 this totally changed my life. And wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not trying to change your life. I'm trying to teach you how to get business. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized the materials I was putting in front of them, they were seeing how this could change a life of 180 degrees. Because it's all about relationships. You and got all that relationships begin mm -hmm. with that authentic exactly. interest mm -hmm. and support. Be it in your own family, be it in a social, in a community, those materials, showing interest. Where meet with your neighbor or whatever, or your kid or son or husband and show interest. You can see how that relationship is going to change immediately and at once. People everywhere are going to be flooding your inbox with thank you cards, Basile. Mm -hmm. This is some... This is some brilliant wisdom right here. We try to overcomplicate things. We try to leap ahead, think about the gifts that they want, think about this by simply being present and being interested and responding to helps people fill their needs. Mm -hmm. I tell you, it dramatically, it dramatically changed the relationship, each and every one of them. Be it familial, social, or business, it changes all your relationship each and every one of them. And since this episode is coming out in February, I think this is like a Valentine to all relationships, professional oh, and yes. personal. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I'm paying, <laughs> it, it, you know, I say, no, you're not kidding. You're very serious. Shout, get them all the gift you want, but try to give them your undivided attention and listening to them. You will see their reaction. Yep. And I'm not just for that. It will change the relationship to rolling completely. Imagine, uh, Susie, if you're dealing with somebody who ignore you, you walk on the foot, they don't even look, or you walk, they look somewhere else. Okay? So that's the relationship with that person. And then that's it. Let's, let's, let's put it differently. Now you walk and say, hey, Susie, you're here. Very good. Is it, can I help you with your coat? What kind of... Is, these are two different relationships, isn't it? Mm, very different. Day and night, isn't it? But all you did in one case is you show interest. which is free 
by the way, for anybody worried about their bottom line, you're not investing in fancy ads, you're not investing in big campaigns, you're restoring that human connection, which mm -hmm. is to your point, really, mm -hmm. that's the definition of networking is, is those connections. Absolutely. And I always say, before I give the two cardinal rules, or after I give them, what I just shared with you, ladies and gentlemen, one, be interested, two, put your personal interest last. Those two data are more powerful than an atomic bomb. Let me give that to you again. Mm -hmm. Being interested, putting your personal interest last, are more powerful than an atomic bomb. The atomic bomb is nothing, it just destroyed. With this, you build mm -hmm. forever. If you apply only those two data in your life, starting this very second, you will have a totally and complete, completely different life. Let me give that to you again. If you just apply this, start applying these two materials right now to whoever person you run into, you will have a completely and totally different life starting this very second. Revolutionary. Mm-hmm of all revolution. Our goal to enhance the quality of lives amongst people. That's one of our top goals. Amongst the people of Earth, mind you, the entire planet. It is not there. We know that. We're bringing it to them. And when we start thinking of the numbers, as you said, an adult knows 3,000 people. Mm -hmm the ripple effect, the impact that we can generate when we lead by this example. Mm -hmm. I, I believe you, I agree. It has the potential to heal the world. Oh, definitely. I mean, if human beings were just doing respect to one another, we'll have a completely different planet. That I stand up there and I'm trying to bomb you, but I'm not respecting you. I'm not interested in you. And far from what, I want you to disappear from the planet. That's totally different from, from interest. <laughs> Very different animal. More on the you scale of the atomic bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get you out of here. But that means I don't know. I'm not interested. Naturally, to do that, I have to be not interested. <laughs> and hopefully we can turn that into a joke we can all laugh about in meetings and say, remember when we made this all about the wrong things? <laughs> Remember those people who thought this was all about jumping to step three and selling their product to a room full of people who didn't come to buy? <laughs> oh, God. It would be, I mean, it would be such a, you know, no, you, you said it because I've been doing this, as I mentioned, for over 18 years. I can count on the number of one hand, the number of times I was handled properly. Mm. That's why I do the work I do. I can count really in one hand alone, and I'm being generous, the number of times where I was handled properly. And in our course, by the way, just those who are interested, which is, is five steps. One, the correct mindset. Two, defining your client, your ideal client. Three, how to talk to those people. Four, how to follow up. And five, how to close. 
everything you need to know to get business from A to Z in a very rock bottom fashion. Not advertisement, not all that, talk to human being. I mean, it's, as I said, truly, somebody uh, didn't even think about it. Somebody said, you get them from zero to one. After that, you can buy all the promotional program you want, all the marketing, but you have a foundation which you can always fall back on. Even if whatever promotion campaign works or does not, you know how to talk to your fellow man and you can grow your business by doing just what we discuss here today. Yes, and those five aspects, like you say, mm -hmm. you can study with other coaches, you can fall into other programs and mm -hmm. leap ahead and wonder why you don't have a strong foundation under your business. So you can start with those five fundamental concepts. Mm -hmm. So, so important. Oh, they Following are up because... is where so many people fail to give any attention at all. Absolutely. Otherwise, you are a business, but you don't have certainty. You're not a foundation. You're doing this promotion program. You're doing the other, but it's really, it's like a house without a foundation. It can fall any day. These are the fundamentals. You can say, it makes sense. In order to make them up, you, you create acceptance, you introduce yourself, you present your product. If they don't want it, because you create acceptance, they introduce it to other people. If you just do that over and over and over and over again, you will survive. Your business will do well, inevitably. And along the way, you can help to transform personal relationships as well as professional. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I tell people when I teach my class, I never get rejection. Ever, 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 ever. For a business person, rejection is a killer, particularly new business. But I never get rejection because I do what I just told you. I show interest. They may or may not buy it. That's fine, but we have a good relationship. I never experience rejection. And so can you. You, 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 should, you shouldn't have to re re experience rejection, really. Because if you're coming with the true intent of helping somebody, they cannot reject you. They may or may not buy your product, but that does not mean that they're rejecting you. So what that means is that you take full control. Now you are in control of your relationships. Not by controlling, manipulating people, but by showing interest, building a good relationship there, whatever. Oh, there's nothing there. Oh, maybe let's, let's talk back again a year from now. Maybe there is something. Or maybe, oh, I can't buy you product, but I would love for you to come and speak at my event. That's like just inviting me graciously over here. You know, it doesn't mean that she got to buy what I sell, that, or I got to buy what I sell, but she can say, hey, come to this event, or hey, I want to come over this, or I can help get the water. You know, it is something, it's, something is happening out of that. So once you've done your job well, you leave the door open to explore any opportunities that may be there. But you cannot experience rejection. But when you go, you're thinking about just selling your product or, um, or uh, attend them where you are. They're going to say, even if they don't do it in your face, mentally, they go like this. <laughs> I want everyone to remember that at your next networking event, if you forget steps one and two and you try to close a sale, Basile says that's what they've just done in, in their, mm -hmm. behind their eyes. <laughs> yes, they, they may be smiling. In their mental catalog. And by the way, that's the reason why follow-up is a challenge. You try to call to them, call them again, they don't call you because they already made up their mind. You don't just know that they don't tell you. They don't have to. But that's what I say you have control. If you go about it the right way, they are open. But if you don't, Big X. 
They don't return your phone call. They don't answer your email. And maybe on the street, maybe they can even avoid you. They see you coming this way, they cross the street. <laughs> we won't be only Zoom room to Zoom room for long. We've got to get back to- They find you, you know, in a Zoom room, they check out. They go into in another one. <laughs> you don't want to be that guy. Camera off. <laughs> yeah, that right. Like keep putting a bag over their head. I'm not here. <laughs> I love it. And so um, we've definitely, I love how we've been able to bridge the professional, but also the personal benefits, mm -hmm. the things that we can learn from mm -hmm. perfecting the art of networking. Yes. Do you have some advice? Uh, perhaps we've already covered a little bit of it today, but since I love to talk about stress, and, mm -hmm. and networking is stressful, even though we have now the foundation, the two rules, the cardinal rules for success, how can one reduce stress in some of these situations? Uh, that's a very good question. Uh, again, if you don't remember anything as when you walk into a networking event, you can tell this yourself, uh, I'm here to help them. Mm. When you're talking to somebody, just think of, what, listen to how can I help? It takes the pressure off of you. You know, I have a picture when I define the mindset of networking. On one side, I have a guy in a restaurant eating. Okay. And the other side, I have a waitress with a napkin, the white napkin. On this, I have the guy eating with a napkin around his neck. You don't want to be the one, it's okay, but the, the correct mindset, not the person with the napkin in the neck, is the one who has the neck from here, from the hips down. He's there to serve. If you mindset for, we discuss a lot of things, review the tape, watch it over and over. I'm sure you get something out of it. But if nothing else, when you walk into a networking room, regardless of your profession, your mindset could be, or I suggest you decide what you want. That's your prerogative. You're right. Your mindset will be, how can I help? Like, Susie, what do you do? You think about how you can help. You talk to Joe. How can you help Joe? If you did that, your life will be so smooth out. You won't have the stress of it. And they, I can guarantee you, most of those people will be willing to come back to you and say, tell me what you do. Tell me what you do. I want to know. It happened, actually. And that's what I discovered one of the best principles. If I may go talk about that for a minute here, Susie. I went to a networking event. It was 2008. That's when the market crashed totally and completely. You remember that? Mm -hmm. So I walk into a networking event. There's a financial planner there. Yeah, I was interested because, you know, you hear about finance all the time. I want to talk to somebody with me, find out what the hell's going on. And I tell you, what do you do? He says, I'm a financial planner. Oh, how? what do you do with people? He says, I help them lose less. <laughs> They're going to lose. I help them lose less. <laughs> <laughs> he was so comical, that guy. We have a great conversation, mind you. And because I told you I was curious, I was just there to learn. I was asking question, question after question after question. And then at one point I asked him, uh, and then at one point, I asked him a question. He never answered that question. And he looked at me and said, you, what do you do? I didn't understand. I mean, it took me a while to understand what happened then. I'm asking, I'm thinking in my head, but I'm asking you, asking me, how does that work? I'm asking you a question. You ask me a question. How does that work? And then later I understood what happened. But suffice to say, just to say, after I told him, he asked me what I do, and I told him. After that, in fact, in my book, I called that guy the referral machine. He introduced me to 20 business people who all bought what I was selling. 
I was just taking order. I walk into the office of God, the guy tell me, I want this, I want this, I want this, I want this. I take the order. I was not selling even. And then I understood what happened. So month later, I'm a little slow at understanding. <laughs> month later, you don't understood. Germinate. <laughs> <laughs> when you show interest, at one point or another, sooner or later, they flip. They are interested in what you do. You understand? But this is the interesting part. When they flip, they are sincerely interested in what you offer and what you are all about. You follow? They take it in and make it their business to do something with it. You understand? I call him the referral machine. I got 20 business. Now I know Susie, has I walked up to that, that guy that day and say, oh, this is what I do, what I do. I would never have gotten the 20 sales that I got. So, but when I walked in there, I was not thinking about myself, what I do. I was interested in him. All my attention on him. I asked him a question. I was having fun and what have you. That to result in 20 sales. It's almost like counterintuitive to what we do all the time. We do tend to do things the hard way. But this then, is really the trifecta mm -hmm. in being earnestly, honestly interested because they feel seen and appreciated. Mm -hmm. You're lowering your stress, as we just said, because mm -hmm. you're putting the attention on someone else. You're not all focused on, are you going to say it right? Are you going to close a sale? That's mm -hmm. all in the backseat. Mm -hmm. You're focused on them. You're interested. And just as you said, you can't get a no if you're learning about them, <laughs> you're not giving them the opportunity to shut you down. So suddenly the stress is gone in that regard too. Absolutely. Powerful. So well, I let me tell yes, Well, let me, let me tell you another one. No, no, it's okay. In my class, when I teach your class, because we all know what I'm telling over here is not current. And I give them an exercise and I say, go and talk to two people and talk to three people and just three people. And don't talk to them by yourself or what you do. Just talk to them, show interest. Do you know that two of them, <clears throat> two of them came back and told me, oh, he bought what I was selling. <laughs> it was forbidden to talk about what they, who they are and what they do. The people they talked to bought what they were selling, which is somewhat unheard of, you may say. But yeah, that's how the game is played. That's what works. So no stresses take attention of you. Every human being is interesting. True. All of them. Up to us to just recognize that and find that look for the thing that are interested about the person and it's smoother the relationship. No stress is easy. You just living there is happening. No confrontation, no conflict. So just getting to the person, choose and understand, just show interest show interest and listen to what they have to say. When you take attention of yourself, then things start happening easily. But when you talk about, I, I sell insurance, oh, I didn't need to buy my insurance and what have you, don't you, they pick it up. They may not pick it up that is, but just something, 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 they avoid you and they don't, they don't want to bring you in in anything because you only think about it. But if you were sincerely interested in them, like that guy, my goodness, he sold my product to the people. I did not. He did the selling for me.
but that's not what we have been taught so far. And that's why I said the subject was not sorted out. So every single time people, I, 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 I pitch my club, people saying, well, that's not what I was told. But that's not what I was told. I was told I have to be interesting. No. <laughs> <laughs> the most powerful shift you can make. Stop <laughs> trying to be interesting. Yeah. And simply be interested. Yes, you said it. <laughs> And I want to make sure our listeners know that Basile's book is coming out very soon. Yes, he no, has, no. it's been a labor of love and he's got it shined up to perfection. <laughs> and what, what will be the title of your book? We've been networking made, uh, made as easy as driving. Networking made as easy as driving. Now we can tie in all of these driving references that we've had throughout the program because it's so true. We tend to build it up into something that is overwhelming, intimidating, uncomfortable. No wonder we get stressed at the idea of going to networking events. Mm -hmm. I have to say, I've been putting off a few myself. Basile, you have inspired me to re-engage with my community. Okay. <laughs> so I thank you. And you have a gift that our listeners can pick up if they'd like to stay connected with you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, did I send it to you or I should put it yes. here? Yes, a free session. Yeah, free session. Wow, yes. so kind. Yes, uh, yes, so we'll have a link yeah. to that in the show notes. Yes, you can get a free session. Get it, we just come and talk. Let me know what you're looking for and what have you. And then uh, I help you as much as I can. But uh, uh, I say this. Don't get uh, confused or uh, worked up or uh, have any consideration about networking. Most of you drive a car. Driving a car is way more complex, way more dangerous than networking. Okay, so if you can drive a car, you can master networking. You've shown that. higher ability already. And you're here to help us take the danger out of it. Mm -hmm. I love it. I feel better already. There you go. Glad to hear that. <laughs> thank you so very much. I'm so grateful to you for joining us today. And yeah, I hope that thanks. we've really been able to transform people's perspectives on something that I know is a very stressful aspect of business mm -hmm. and really reframe it into an opportunity to make connections mm -hmm. that will grow for years to come. Absolutely. Super powerful perspective. Basile, thank you so very much. I appreciate your time and your wisdom. Uh, thank you, Susie, for inviting me. Take good care. Okay, talk to you later. Thank you for tuning in today. Check out the show notes for any links we mentioned. To learn more about living life with less stress and more flow, visit happifiedlife.com. And if you found value in today's episode, make sure you subscribe to catch the next one and leave a review to help fellow pod surfers find Happified. Until next time, keep on shining. <laughs>